right, all right. It's Mike up the Halo. It's off season. That's what it is. It's Tyler, Jacob, as well. Here he is. Say hello to the world, Jacob. I'm here. Hello, world. Hello, Atlanta. Congratulations to the Atlanta Braves. They are the 2021 World Series champions, and it feels so good. The evil has been defeated. The Death Star has been destroyed. The Astros are once again not winning a World Series in which they don't cheat in. Yep. But other than that, we're here. We have Halo News. It's Mike of the Halo. Halo News. Jacob, what's our headline? Our headline is what you said. We have a new evil empire, and they've been defeated. Everybody can get off the Yankees' back. They're not the evil empire anymore. It is Houston, and they are defeated, and it's going to be some time before they are back to being that evil empire. So I'm glad to see them dismembered, if you will. Um, But let's not talk about them because it's not about them. Everybody kind of talks about how Houston blew this and how it was their series to lose. Guys, the Atlanta Braves figure everything out. They figure everything out that they need to, and they get it done. I mean, that... uh, as boring as the last game was, we don't need to get into all the specifics. Every other podcast has already done that. We know we're late. Guys, we know that this is old news. If you're hearing from us that Atlanta has won the World Series, you know, open your eyes because it's, it's, it's been everywhere. There's been headlines left and right saying how Houston blew the series, and that's not how we're going to go about this. Um, were they the underdog, the Braves? Yeah. but Absolutely, Gooby. They made all the right decisions. Uh, Dusty Baker was outmanaged. Uh, and it's kind of as simple as that. They, they knew what they were doing. They did not fret when pressured when uh, the Astros won that game five. I think everybody and their mother said, hey, this is, this is now swinging the other way. Nuh-uh. Go to Houston and handle business. We went live the select few of you that watched us, it was exciting. Tyler was uh, ecstatic. Ecstatic? Is it ecstatic? 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 Like Eckersley static. Like Eckstein? Oh, Eckersley. Or Eckstein. That's probably a better way to go. Both World Series champions. Absolutely. By the way. Uh, Yeah, so Tyler was stoked. I was stoked. Um, I chimed in at the right time. I, I caught like the last inning of that game. Turns out I didn't miss much. I mean, I, I saw the the highlights, the Grand Slam, or the was it a three run homer? Soler just going off. Um, well deserved MVP, clear cut MVP. I will say, uh, Max Fried maybe had a push for it at the end, but Tyler, did you think Soler was the MVP? Uh, absolutely. From the very beginning, we actually, or I actually went and posted it on the uh, Mike Up the Halo Twitter. Um, I had streamed earlier that day playing MLB The Show 21, and I was asked in the chat who I thought would be the World Series MVP, and the first person that came to mind was Jorge Soler. Um, Did you know he was not a pitcher? Because I I knew for a fact he was not a pitcher. In fact, I had known that when he came back for his first at-bat after having had COVID in Game 1 of the World Series, he crushed a home run in that game, which ended up propelling the Braves to a one nothing lead against the Astros in the World Series. And then um, I'd also crushed another one to give them the game-winning lead, and I believe game four. Mm-hmm. And um, yep. that was just fantastic as well. And I specifically said in the stream, if Jorge Soler goes off tonight, 
he will be the World Series MVP. It's a good call. Sure enough, good call. That home run came, and the rest is history. Uh, since we've discussed uh, the Braves winning the World Series, they had their parade today, <laughs> yeah. and uh, a that lot of antics ensued there. It I was mean, funny. My favorite part was the bus flying through the parade. I mean, it was going 30, 35 miles an hour. Obviously, Atlanta hasn't won in a while. They don't understand that you got to cruise through the streets and let the fans catch a glimpse. Can you imagine being on the street in Atlanta? And I know it's not, you know, summertime. It's not hot Atlanta, like they like to say, but you're standing out there in the streets, I'm assuming maybe in the cold now, with your kids out there waiting all day. The bus flies by and you just see a blur. It's like a 10 second window. You see, just, oh. I, I really wonder what it's must gone. have. I feel like there must have been like a security concern of some kind because there's no reason know. why that bus is going to speed through there. Like, you, you look back to any other World Series parade, whatever device that they're on to transport them through that, whether yeah. it's a bus or a float or, you know, whatever, they're going to take their sweet time going through whatever part of the city. And there's clips of multiple buses from this event just, just cruising, going as fast as they can to get through there. The only thing I can think of, maybe Jock got a hold of the wheel and was <laughs> flying through the, you know, just smoking the stogie. Uh, we them motherfuckers. Going I'm the through. motherfucker now. Yeah, just a uh, taxi driver flying through there. No, and then uh, Nutsack uh, running into, into the 5 0. Calling the 5-0 on uh, Tyler Matzik. What do you think about that? You know, um, I feel like... I feel like... What are you, you, drunk in public? I mean, you, what are they going to say? You look at Tyler Matzik, and in that event, like, like if you're anybody, let's like, even even if you know that Matzik exists, I, like... When when you're there and you know maybe you're a couple rows back, you're you're not like oh that's Tyler Matzik right there. Like Tyler Matzik at that point could have easily passed for somebody just casually walking in. Oh, some dad. And that's yeah. what I'm saying. You yeah. know, like he happens to have that World Series hat. And I mean, I, I'm surprised. That, like when any MLB like entrance thing or anything like that. I, I don't know why he got off his bus or his float or whatever. Oh, he to flew begin off with. when Jock took the corner. Oh, he jumped in the corner and he, <laughs> he flew off the bus. Yes. He came out the caboose there. That makes sense. All right. Yeah. Um, but like have some credential on you. And I think that's what he ended up having to show the guy like to be able to let, be let go because even the cameraman was coming up to the group of cops and he's like, no, you don't understand. Like this is, this is the guy that's on the team. Like that, this is Tyler Nutsack here. And they're like, we don't care. This guy's drunk as a skunk. In public, he you was know. crushing beers left and right. Oh, he uh, was, yeah. According to the... <laughs> All the G, all the gifs that were posted today. Well deserved. Um, maybe MVP runner up. I, I mean, I mean, would that be the first relief pitcher MVP? You know what? I feel like there's been. Uh, I think. Let us know. Maybe yeah. a closer's won it. I, I, I've tried, or I want to guess that Madison Bumgarner was a World Series MVP, or maybe. Oh, you don't know MVP. this? Wow. Uh, yeah, you would think I would with how big wow. of a Giants Andre. Fan we need you, am. resident yeah. Giants fan. Let's give him a call. Uh, but yeah, you're right. I mean, he's definitely up there. I think every time he went out and every performance this postseason, there was a point where he had gone like five or six consecutive games of being i think he was in every game of, of a series at one point I, no i think he pitched like eight or nine games in a row yeah at one point between yeah. the ds and the, the ds that nobody watched against the brewers and then the the cs with the dodgers he continued to throw every game in inning 
and, and, and a lights out inning. Yeah, exactly. Every, every outing, it, even like in innings where he didn't have any outs and runners on base, he got out of them flawlessly, striking out the side. And you know what's crazy? It's a pitcher that I look at where I'm like, what? Why can't anybody hit this guy? It, you don't see where the stuff is. You don't see the arm angle. It, 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 no offense, he looks like a hittable pitcher. But those are the best pitchers because you go up there like, this guy doesn't look like anything special. And then he rings you up. You um, know what I mean? It's yeah. just, you see somebody with a weird arm angle like Tyler Rogers or whatever, somebody throwing gas, you're like, oh, Jesus. You, you go up there with like a bad attitude or a bad, you know. You have this... You already have this planted like negativity in yeah, your brain. You're so down. You're anticipating the worst. You see this guy warm up. It's like what? It's home run derby, baby. And then he rings you up, and it doesn't make any sense. But those are the best type of pitchers. Those are the especially relief pitchers who come in for one inning, and they can just guarantee you. You know this guy's going to get you three outs. And here's the thing too. I noticed he pitches to contact when he needs to, and then he strikes guys out when he needs to. He he does both. He does both. He's got a, a fastball that's got somehow a movement that I don't really see, but guys can't can't see it at the plate. I don't know, and a, and a good breaking ball. I mean, standard lefty breaking ball. Nothing crazy. Nothing like Kershaw twelve to six, where you're like, wow, you know, that's unhittable. Nothing looks unhittable until you see these guys, elite hitters, Astros swing and miss. Uh, Altuve looked foolish against this guy, and it was nothing crazy. He he went in tight on Altuve. I noticed which anybody that small that can't extend their arms are not going to hit anything. Everyone knows Altuve likes it out and over. But yeah, I, I would say Matzik would be a, a really close runner up for MVP for the World Series in particular. Although it could be for the whole the whole playoffs. If I was going to give a Braves MVP for the entire postseason, I think it would be him. If, if that makes sense. I mean, you know, you got Jock in the first round, Rosario in the second round. Solaire in the third, sure, but he was consistent the whole time. So that's from me, folks, the non-pitcher guy on the pod, giving props to Tyler Matzik. So good for him. Jacob, you're going to make me cry tears of joy. Oh, boy. It took 27 episodes to convert you into a a, a pitcher, a, a guy that loves pitching. Yep. And I appreciate like, respects the relief it. pitching. Yep. When it's that consistent, folks, that's, that's what you need to win championships. And even the Astros didn't have that. So, round of applause, everybody, for Jacob. Thank you. I know that you you guys are listening wherever you may listen be listening to, whether it's in your car, uh, at the gym, on a walk, in your room, in your bathroom, wherever you are. Your mom's basement. Exactly. Where we're at. Thank you. Um, Gracias. I seriously thought that once the Astros won Game Five, that Mm -hmm. the momentum had completely shifted back to them. And I mean, I'm obviously happy that it didn't, but you just see how powerful they came out being on, on the ropes of things. And like, you remember the Dodgers in the NLCS of 2020 and how they were able to fight back and win consecutive games, like all elimination games. And they even did the same thing up until this final game this year yep. where they were in the NLCS. And it's, it's just insane that, the same the same thing could apply to a team like the Astros and the Astros being down and pitching having lost Lance McCullers Jr. Yep. And then the Braves almost being in the same situation with Charlie Morton being eliminated after game 1 with the broken tibula. Let's talk about that. Absolutely. I mean, 
19 pitches or something on the broken leg. Another inning, basically. He, he faced six more batters Jeez. after being hit in the leg, and he pitched against six more batters, all with adrenaline. And, I mean, I've, I've listened to podcasts. I've listened to analysis. Like, everybody agrees that after that happened, Charlie Morton didn't seem right based on, like, his uh, driving leg to home plate. Yep. Normally, he's, like, a stomper. Like, he presses hard to stop himself. He's, he's and, rough. He's and rough. Yeah. Once that happened, like, he was just not landing the same way. But regardless of the fact, he was still able to get all of those guys out. Altuve. And his, his final out of the game was a strikeout to Jose Altuve before Beautiful. he was like, all right, that's all I can give you. My fucking leg's broken. You know? That's salt, man. I would take Charlie Morton over a guy like Marcus Stroman or Are Kevin we going Gossman. right into that? Okay, folks, from the World Series to the latest Angels news because we just transitioned in the roughest dun, way. Dun, 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 dun. The latest, Marcus Stroman coming to the Angels. It is official because he said on Twitter it would be a good fit, and Artie Moreno liked the tweet. How about Jacob, that? we need to go and consult with Angels Twitter. How many of us Angels fans does he already have blocked? That's true. Here's what I wanted to ask. I was going to put a poll out on the Instagram or the Twitter, and I was going to say, Angel fans, how do you feel about this? You know, Do you want Stroman? Do you not? Because maybe we're in the minority. Maybe most people would want him just because he is a decent pitcher or could be. Uh, my first thing is, though, how many of you know who Marcus Stroman is and have seen him pitch and know about his antics and how he's basically Trevor Bauer 2.0 when it comes to being a... Do I want to use the D word? I think I do. A diva. I think he's somewhat of a diva. Okay. And Bro, he's he's going to block us as soon as he hears this. You're already blocked. I mean, you're not blocked yet. You could be our insider. Wait for it. I'm blocked. Okay. Uh, he's, yeah, shit. He heard me. So, no, and, and don't get me wrong. If he blocks me, comes over and does well, like, I don't care. You know, it doesn't, it's fine. But either way, it's helping us. You know, last summer, fans. I'm sorry, last winter, last winter we were saying this about Trevor Bauer and how he doesn't really fit with the Angels culture and the way Artie likes to run things and, and that kind of thing, how outspoken he is and present online. Kind of an Angels nightmare, right? PR nightmare. Strowman is that times 10, I think. Because Bauer now, with the legal issues, is walking on eggshells somewhat. Kind of tamed him down, maybe. And he has announced he's coming back, folks. So let's just get to that real quick. He, he did not opt out of his contract with the Dodgers. No. And the Dodgers have not been like, well, we're not going to accept this contract. Yeah. It's it's going business as usual. So that could potentially like give some insight as to what's going on with his legal cases. Uh, they are not completely resolved up to this point. So up Wait until up until that happens, like uh, there has been a section of it that's been dealt with, and that's something that you could look up on your own. But there's still an ongoing situation with him, as he's documented on his YouTube channel. So Bauer to Anaheim. If you guys want any more of that information, <laughs> you can go check out his stuff. But other than that, that's the that's the most we're going to comment on it. Other than what Jacob just said. No, there's one more. A few no seconds ago. All right, I'll let you finish it. I was going to get to it because there was a, a hashtag going around. Um, I guess one of the one of the cases was in Orange County, so he was in L.A. But the girl that he was involved with in one of these things was in Orange County, so it was hashtag Bauer to Anaheim Courthouse. <laughs> oh jeez! And I just like thought, oh boy, how many times have we say Bauer to Anaheim and regret every single one now? Almost it seems like so. We don't want to say too much, like he said, but hey, it looks like he, as of now, is trying to get back 
with the Dodgers for spring training. So yeah, I mean, I he's again uh, up up like recently, like around the postseason started. When the postseason started, he started posting again on his Instagram, his Twitter, his YouTube, and since then he's kind of been just business as usual, as if it's the regular off season for him, where he'd usually put out content. Yeah, and. Uh, he did put out a video like basically saying like what's going on with his legal situation and how he's able to start documenting stuff again now. Um, but Hey guys, uh, just a little update. It's so (laughs) fucking scripted. Like he tried 15 times before. Sorry. I don't want to get into the video. You guys can watch it. So what are your thoughts on Carlos Correa, Jacob? He's leaving. He's, he's gone. Did you see his post game presser uh, or his exit interview type of thing? I think it had something to do with like he enjoyed his time in Houston. Oh, it was a farewell. Basically a goodbye. Yes. He's gone. Uh gut feeling. Three, two, one. Yankees. Yankees. Yeah, it's the Yankees. I think he's going to the Yankees. Uh it makes the most sense. A bomber at shortstop. Um hated already. They know everyone hates the Yankees already. It just makes the most sense. And and honestly, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with that. I see the fit. I see just it working out for both sides. Um, that meaning the Yankees not getting that much better because they have other issues, and then the Astros going down, which is what we need over here. Um, yeah, I don't know. What are, your, what are your thoughts on that? Do you hate him even more over there? Uh, I wouldn't mind him going to the Yankees. I mean, I'm not that big of a fan of the Yankee. That's just uh, keeping the, the trash sorted for you, right? Like, I mean, yeah. Like, I'm actually a little surprised because um, the Yankees had put Tim LaCastro on waivers since he tore his uh, ACL or MCL. I'm, I'm not sure, but I know at one knee. point he tore something. And uh, I thought he was going to be on the Yankees next year since they got or since they declined uh, Brett Gardner's club option and he declined his player option. So... He's now a free agent, and I was like, well, maybe LaCastro can play f- center field, and then you have Giancarlo in left and Aaron Judge in right, and they could alternate whoever the fuck you want in between that mix, but they got rid of him, so now they're out of Brett Gardner. They're out of um, who I just said, and then they're also out of um, Andrew Velasquez, who's been claimed by the Angels on waivers, so that's hey, your Angel news here. Mixing in. Look at that. Um, and a lot of people are speculating on Twitter that because of that acquisition, that means that the Angels will no longer be in the hunt for a potential free agent shortstop, which a lot of people are also happy about because it means that they're going to go right after pitching, and that's what everybody's been preaching all along. I'm pretty sure if we got a shortstop to begin our offseason, like right away, everybody would be like, okay, the hope of getting pitching is gone. And maybe this is a right. way for the organization to address it. Right. Uh, like you had mentioned to me, like I, my original thoughts to it were like, this is a bad move. The guy has a career 525 OPS. And granted, he hasn't played a full season, but like, how much more could that benefit you? Like, in, like you mentioned, it's a depth piece. It's, it's a depth piece. Yeah. I can't speak. Death, depth piece. That's a tough one. That's a tongue twister, dude. I can't say mask. Mm- Masks, like masks, oh, or asks. Plur- plural, asks yeah, it's hard, yeah, I can't do that. Um, yeah, depth piece for sure. My thinking, so 
what if we keep him for like a shortstop, second base, backup, maybe third base, backup? And, and that's a good idea. And I mean, he's fast too. So yes. you can use him as a pinch runner. Pinch like, runner, late in the game, that kind of thing. Bunting, if, I mean, it is Joe Madden, anything's possible. 1985, I guess. Um, bring the unis back. Uh, also, also, what if Renhefo is a part of some kind of package for a pitcher? That's fine. So that's another thing. That's um, true. Or, or, or Fletcher. I I th- I feel like we've come to this conclusion that if we do get rid of Fletcher, it should be at the All Star break because that's when Fletch peaks. You know, I had a conversation at work and guy at work that kind of loosely follows the Angels, just a baseball fan. He mm-hmm. says, "Yeah, first half guy, huh?" I said, "Do you listen to our show?" He said, "No." <laughs> I was like, "Well, that's what we say." Um, no, you know, we love Fletch, but yeah, deadline trade piece for a maybe either a. You know, backline starter that's that's available from a team or a bullpen piece, even. You know, a team that wants a three hundred hitter that can hit ninth and. I was thinking about it more and not maybe walk in like Fletch plays full seasons. Like he he's he's durable. Oh, he's durable. He's healthy. Yes, he'll play a full season, and I think maybe he just needs a few more rest days. To you know, like like okay. I'm sure when you get later into that, like. Most guys, that, from what I've seen at least this year so far, most guys that are like struggling are going through some sort of injury. Anthony Rendon, yep, DJ LeMahieu, um, whatever pitcher that you could think of that that, that did bad this year, Dylan Bundy, you know, yeah, Cobb. Like, they, Cobb's a different kind of injury. They yeah. struggle, and I'm sure when they're completely healthy, most pitchers that are completely healthy that are struggling they get sent down or they get designated release whatever like but if you're fully healthy for the most part you're kind of have you're going to have a good year or an average year you know maybe yeah. you'll have that low four era and 68 innings like some you'll still be durable and able to pitch exactly yeah which is a lot of problems guys don't want to go pitch with injury because they're afraid it's going to get worse and clubhouses and management are super careful with that because it's an investment. You know, I understand that. And they tend to throw guys that they're not paying much money for that are making league minimum. Yeah, let them go out there and tear their ACL or whatever even more. Happens all the time. But with these golden gooses, or sorry, geese, golden geese, it sounds weird. It, you have to be more careful with it. I understand it's a money thing, but like Otani this year, which we haven't talked about Shohei yet this whole episode. I'm kind of proud we've gone this long. Um, this year, Otani was let loose, right? And I don't think that's the move. We've said that before. So I think there is some kind of time management, you know, I want to say on ice management. Here I go. Like, same thing. Keep players healthy. And there's a there's a formula to that, and it's different for every player. It's not the same for every position. Pitch, a pitcher hitter, for Christ's sake, it's different. Mm. It's very different. So you have to keep in mind, you know, sitting players, it might be necessary. It's just a lot better when you have some wins in your pocket to do that with. When you're struggling to climb in, you can't afford to sit players. That's why teams like the Braves, collective effort type of teams, not top-heavy teams like the Angels, you need more of a, a through-and-through lineup, different MVP every series. You know, that, that's how you win championships too. It's, it's a collective effort. These top-heavy teams, Yankees, even the Dodgers, their bottom three, four hitters didn't do anything. So it, it, Albert. It, yeah. Talking about you, Albert, 
And and I and I <laughs> can we celebrate, guys? Let's. That's a great transition. Let's celebrate. Toast. Toast to Albert Pujols being off the books officially, and we are toasting with this week, guys. Um, talk about another celebration. We have a special beer here for beer of the week. We've got Brewery X, the brand new Duck beer, the official Anaheim Ducks fan beer. Uh, it is a blonde ale. Not my, not my first choice, but I do like a blonde ale once in a while. Um, nice looking can here. Brewery X never disappoints. They got a lot of good stuff. Uh, sponsoring the Ducks this year, if you haven't noticed, if you've seen any Ducks game, you can see Brewery X right there on the ice, the advertisement. But um, what do you give this beer, Tyler? What do you say? This is for a blonde ale, if I keep that in mind. This is an eight. For a blonde ale, this is definitely an eight and a half, almost a nine for me. I mean, it's it's refreshing. I would think I wish that we had this like earlier in the summer. I think this would be a fantastic yeah. drink. Obviously, the ducks aren't in season during the summer, so it obviously makes nah. sense for it to come out at this time. But we even don't make then, playoffs. It's still delicious. I think it's one of a kind, and I'm happy to have had it. We did have the uh, Saint Archer Ducks IPA last week, and what was that one called? That's the Flying V Hazy, which we'll probably have again on the show once I can find it in stores again. Um, but Bevmo had this one, so we went with we went with the Brewery X Duck Beer. Uh, love Brewery X. Shout out. Get some more tables. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we need to put stock into that place. And you get some more tables. Get you, them a second floor too. Yeah, build up. It's it crowded, man. It's so crowded, and when and you have don't, your pizza seven days a week and keep it open for as long yeah. as you guys are open for. Come on, Pizza X. Sponsor us too while you're at it. Cheers. But yeah, cheers. Delicious um, beer. Salute beer. to you, Jacob. Keeping it local. I like it. Yeah. Also, let's celebrate the Ducks. 3 nothing tonight. Arizona, 0-10. Fuck them. 3-1. Let's go. Let's go. Big win. Uh, they're going to break our hearts any time now, but let's keep it going. Three-game winning streak. Three-game win streak, five-game point streak. Oh, drop something. Yeah, kids are looking good. Duck fans, I know there's a lot of you out there that are Angel fans. And I also realize, man... A lot of you are Kings fans, man. A lot of Angel fans are Kings Mike fans. Mike plays games. Yeah, Mike plays games. I think Fletch God. He's also, or Fl- dude, Fletch God's also a Kings yeah, fan. Yeah, there's man. a couple of you guys, man. I, I, my heart I hurts. Gotta have a word with you, man. Um, and some of you Seattle Kraken fans, the fuck is that all hey, about, hey, man? Hey, Can't score any hey, goals. Easy, easy. Can't score any goals. Easy. At least we don't blow games at the end oh. of them. We blow them all the way through. <laughs> you lose in the Chill. beginning and then get a meaningless goal late. No. Chill. Yeah, <laughs> Kings fans, man, I let's let's talk. I mean, really, I, I just it'd be a fun conversation to see how you became a Kings fan from being an Angel fan or vice versa, however it worked. You know, I just always assume honda center being in constant view of angel stadium it just would make sense but i guess you don't like champions that win early you want to wait 45 years for a cup so it's all good um yeah we'll talk to you guys this this hockey it's, season it's like how i'm a packers fan like i, I don't like any team in california Ooh, aaron like, Rodgers like in the news oh man i don't <laughs> even want to talk about that oh man he's not hosting jeopardy anymore is Dude, he he went from john wick to john sick <laughs> I just came uh, up with that on the spot, everybody. It's a good one. I used to do stand-up. I did stand-up for a good week, and that was the end of it. I saw Tyler's stand-up. It was, it was great. It was great. I wanted him to let me write his jokes, but it was great. You gave me an Anthony Jeselnik joke once. Did I? Yeah. Oh, the man. children 
I'm not, you know what? I'm not Something about children. Oh, folks. Can't get into that. Yeah. Looks like we're cutting this one a few we're times. Gonna cut- <laughs> You're going to be doing some editing tomorrow, man. You're going to earn God this money. This right. producer's working overtime. Shit. Um, no, we're good. We're good. We're back on track. What's next? What's next? Shohei Otani wins an award. That happened. Shohei Otani won the Commissioner's Historic Achievement Award in Twitter and the rest of the baseball world went crazy despite there being 15 recipients of the award within the past 20-something years. I don't... If you guys aren't familiar, the Commissioner's Historic Achievement Award is rewarded at the Commissioner's discretion to an individual who has performed something historic in the game of baseball, whether it be an announcer a player, a team, uh, someone who's contributed to Major League Baseball in a positive way. An alien. Even if you're an alien, (laughs) you're getting the award at the commissioner's discretion. So there have been players like Cal Ripken Jr., Mm. who broke the consecutive games played record that was previously held by the Iron Horse Lou Gehrig. You got... Barry Bonds, who was given this award for breaking the single-season home run record. Yeah. You have um, the wife of Jackie Robinson for her contributions. That's a good one. Contributed to Major League Baseball. You have Ben Scully for 65 years of announcing for the same goddamn team and, you know, being one of the best announcers of all time, retiring after his 67th season. Oh, come on. Say Say that again. I'll give you another chance. One of the best announcers no, he of is, all time. He is the best announcer. The best oh, okay. baseball announcer sure, of all time. I'll put him at number one. I don't I can't put anybody else above him. I know we're biased. Except Mark Gubaza. Oh, Gooby. We know you're listening. I think Rysel is going to be receiving a qualifying offer, and he's obviously going to decline it. And then the Angels will receive that draft pick and then sign Rysel to a contract extension of How some much? sort. Uh, it has to be over 18 million because 21. if he declined that no he wouldn't take 21 because he'd, he'd be taking less per year at that point you just take 18 in that one year because that's way more than making 21 in two years or 21 per year i'm sorry is that what you're saying <laughs> we're cutting it five times folks god damn all right yeah, yeah 21, 21 per I, year, I meant i meant 21? it's usually about three or four thousand more than the, the qualifying so 21. 21 or 23 okay 20 uh, well i'd pay him Oh, what's the I, most? I, I would rather lean towards twenty-one per year. I'd give him. I'd give him a two-year. I think the Angels would offer million. offer twenty, and then they would wiggle blah 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 twenty-one five or something. Like okay. it'll be somewhere in there. Twenty-five. I, I wouldn't want to pay him fifty million for no twenty-five is too much. I mean, although if I told you, hey, fifty million gets you a closer and a World Series in two years. Okay, that's different. So that's maybe how they have. I mean, to think but about the, it. you're ga- like the Angels can't be gambling this. You year. have to gamble. The Angels can't gamble this year. They've been gambling every nope. year with the one year pitching nope. shit, dude. They, they have not- to gamble while Trout is in his prime. They uh, have to okay, gamble. Okay, no, no, no. The right. core I, is I see getting where you're coming from. I see where you're coming from. I see where you're coming from. They have to, it's and still- that's what I like about it is that you know the Angels aren't rebuilding. They're just hail mary passing every year. That's what they're doing, and we're on fourth down. And we could punt. Punting is look at me going with football. You could punt. You could trade Trout, Otani, let Rendon be the old man who just kind of brings up these young guys. He's Albert 2.0, like you've already said. Instead of first base, he's at the other corner. Fucking up. 
double plays. Grinding into double plays. Bad attitude, but smiling. Albert didn't smile. Uh, goatee. I mean, there's a lot of similarities. Probably gained some weight. Um, Uncle Tony. Uncle Tony. And, Dio and Albert, Uncle Tony. He's either going to be that with Trout and Otani gone and no pitching, which nothing new, or, or you go the other way and you build a fucking team around these guys with a Hail Mary pass on fourth down. You make the pass into the end zone. Not only do you make the pass and make the playoffs, you look like you're going to make the playoffs. The trade deadline's coming. You score the touchdown. Field goal? No. No. Fletcher, exit David Fletcher. Goodbye. Bring in a frontline ace. An ace of a starter. Get rid of Fletcher and a draft pick. See ya. We have, what's his name from the Yanks? You just mentioned we got him. Andrew Velasquez. Velasquez. We got Renjifo. We got Mayfield. We got the infield shirt up. Rendon's healthy. Surgery. Let's go. Walsh at first. No Albert to worry about. Right. You get a starter, and you go for the two points. You go for the run. You don't just make the playoffs. You win the division, and you maybe win the division series. You get to the, the ALCS next year. That way, you can feel confident. And don't get me wrong, making a wild card game right now would feel like heaven for the Angels, pun intended. But you get what I'm saying. There's two ways to go about this, and the Angels don't have a choice. They have to go for the fourth down pass. They cannot go for the, for the punt because Trout is going to leave. He's going to leave. He's not 28. He's not 29. He's 30. He's going to be 31. It's, it's getting there. He doesn't want to be the old man who got traded to a team to win one before he retires. You know, He wants to leave a legacy, and it's not going to happen. I think he's been preoccupied this year with his kid. He's got a lot going on in his mind, but it's going to come back to him. Look at his postseason interviews after every season, and they're getting worse and worse. They're getting more like, well, I don't know. Hopefully we get the right guys in here this offseason. It's the same thing. Fly, Eagles, fly. Fly, Eagles, fly. He's watching football, trying to get his mind off of his own team. And the media's like, oh, Mike Trout at an Eagles game in October. Very typical. And everybody's saying this. All the you know, everyone's talking shit on the Angels across the whole country, across the whole league. We agree with you. We want it to happen just like you do. And everyone's saying, get Trout out of Anaheim. It's like not yet. You should have gotten Freddie out of Atlanta then too. Oh. Get Judge out of New York. Get Judge out of New York. You're wasting Judge's career. The Mariners, you wasted Ken Griffey Jr.'s. You wasted Alex Rodriguez. You oh. wasted Edgar Martinez. You oh. wasted Ichiro Suzuki. You're wasting Keenan Middleton. You're wasting Keenan Middleton, who and they he's... already got rid of. So now Keenan Middleton's wasting himself and wishing the Houston Astros would have won in the World Series, Yeah, according to his Instagram. That was something. Clown. Yeah, typical clown. Angels will bring him back. Anyway. Probably. We would if we get him on the pod, Tyler. <laughs> 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 What if we get him on, dude? <coughs> Bring him in. Oh, my God. That was great. Tyler would hype him up. Former Angels that. relief pitcher, Keenan Middleton, welcome to mic up the halo. Don't even give me a mic that show, bro. Don't oh You don't want to give me a mic. <laughs> <laughs> we keep it loose here at mic up the halo. That was great. No, yeah. but I loved your speech. 
Yeah. I, I mean, it, that's just what they have to do, man. Hail Mary. That's it. Angels have to do it. And that's why I'm excited because every offseason is kind of a roll of the dice. And it's better than being a team in a constant rebuild or a team like the Yankees that make it every year and just can't figure it out. They make the big moves and they can't figure it out. That's that's worse, I think. You know, so. No, totally. Let's get a starter. We're going to get into all of who we want to get, our top shortstops. You know, we don't want to get into too much of that because it's wasting content for later. We can make really detailed lists and get into it with you guys, starting with the pitching, of course. But, yeah, Atlanta wins the World Series. I think that's the the gist of this whole thing. Pretty much. Houston lost the World Series. Love to see it. I mean, they're... Alex Bregman sucked. They're done. He was awful. I see Houston as a third-place team next year. So The Angels and the Mariners are on the come-up. Oh, yeah. Seattle's on the way down. The mm. A's are on the way down. Seattle's on the way up, you mean. Sorry, that's what I meant. Houston and Oakland are going to take a step back. I think Oakland's going to take a bigger step. They're preoccupied with the stadium. They're preoccupied with keeping their team in Oakland. They sent out a survey to Las Vegas fans to see if they want a baseball team. Not a good sign. They won their rights for stadium in Oakland, though, didn't they? They're they did, but a, a but then stadium. Yeah, after that, they sent out a thing to Las Vegas, oh, okay. uh, Las Vegas, uh, whatever the minor league team is there, and also Vegas Golden Knights fans to see if they want a team there, and maybe the Raiders too. I'm sure they sent it out to those people, but it's a survey to see if there was a baseball team there. Would you go? You know th- that kind of thing. Yeah, not a good look. Not a good sign. What it tells me is the A's aren't going to do much next year. Um, good for us. Um, Rangers are going to be the bottom feeders once again. Sorry, guys. Love it. See you at the bottom. Um, waste that new stadium. Oakland, good luck staying in Oakland. Houston on the way down. Mariners, let's go. Us and you. It's going to be fun. We'll try to come in you sometime, Seattle. We'll try I to know com- how that sounded. We'll try to come in you sometime, Seattle. Mariners. We'll, we'll try to let's, visit T-Mobile. Well, let's stadium. do one thing before the season starts. Let's steal Kikuchi from Seattle. So, uh, dude, I don't know if I want that. Little sneak preview. Yeah, I think he's uh, he's not that good. Oh, I think he had a good year this year. Barely made the All Star team. Probably shouldn't have. And barely made the All Star team. Probably shouldn't have. Listen to this guy. Yeah. Trade him at the deadline. Trade him at the deadline. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Fletcher and oh, Kikuchi man. package for Scherzer to the Dodgers. Let's go. Well, that'll do it for episode 27, everybody. I mean. Lucky 27, Mike Trout. We love you, Mike. Happy to have you back next year. Hopefully. Assuming there's no CBA strike. Get that shit together. Please. We may be talking about that next, folks. So we'll see. But have a good weekend. Uh, enjoy hockey, basketball, football, whatever you're watching. Uh, go team, go. And we'll see you guys next week. Hopefully with some more Angels news. Big fly. Mic that baby up. Absolutely. Coming on mic up the halo. <laughs>